Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. So glad you're here to join. Let's all just pause for a minute and take a moment to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Hope this message is meeting and greeting you in high spirits. Um, Definitely a lot has happened within this week. And um, I was contemplating if I would record or not today because I am in the process, the grieving process of mourning and grieving my dear friend, my close sister and fellow podcaster who has transitioned to the ancestral plane. And so um, I just want to dedicate this time and space to her and to her legacy. So if you wouldn't mind, please join me in the moment of silence to honor those who have gone before us. So we are very honored to, I am very honored to speak about the life and legacy of Lynn L. Douglas. That's who this episode is going to be dedicated to. And, um, you know, things don't always go as planned and nothing is truly in our control. So we have to learn one of our biggest lessons is to learn to trust in the universe and to surrender to the universe and to the divine plan that unfolds. And so wherever this is meeting you, um, just embrace whatever is happening. You know, the mystery is on this side, but there is there is understanding through different realms that we exist in. And um, anyone who knew Lynn, to know her was to love her. She was a... Mm, difficult for me to even say was, but she is an infinite soul because we are all souls and inherently souls from the divine, from the source, from the creator. And... Um, to the creator we return back to and um you know she accomplished so many things in such a short amount of time she has two businesses two practices two businesses that she created her own by herself you know the brown girl entrepreneur llc helping those you know get into college and helping people helping young black and brown women become strong and leaders and thrive and then she has her chosen you know production and I might be mis mis uh quoting them but I will have a link in my bio dedicated to her legacy so if you want to check out the many platforms she had she also created a podcast she was on YouTube She's won so many different beauty contests over the years and have been so involved in helping the community. And, you know, I spoke recently about, you know, being in a sorority and we were in that same organization. So it's very disbelief to have just spoken about this and to have to be preparing now to go to a homegoing ceremony is is, um, very disillusioning to say the least but I know that her spirit and her legacy lives on you know she would have been 33 in June 
and um, she accomplished so much, so, so much, and was giving back, and such an inspiration, inspired millions, inspired thousands of people. I mean, the outpouring of love on her Facebook page and her Instagram page and her social media is just, just to show you a glimpse of who she was in this physical realm. But who she is as a soul is an angelic being. You know, she definitely was an earth angel. And anyone that had the pleasure and opportunity and honor to meet her and instantly knew, you know, she was a bright light, a bright star, and shined very brightly. And so, thank you all for joining me in the moment of silence and dedication to her, her life and legacy. And, uh, you know, I intended to have another special guest join me on this episode, a fellow starseed. But, you know, again, we have to surrender to things that are not in our control and being present in the present moment. So I want to um, discuss as we continue talking about starseeds. I don't know... I highly doubt that Lynn would have considered herself a starseed, maybe. But I do think that she was definitely from the angelic realm and a light worker in her own way. And um, again, take what resonates from these episodes and leave what doesn't. Um, But I want to dedicate this episode and dedicate it by talking about the starseed system or cluster constellation that I consider home. And I feel that it resonates most with people like myself and people like Lynn. And um, as we've talked about these different star seeds, you may have realized that you resonate with more than one. Including myself, I resonate more with more of them than not. There, I can count on one hand how many I don't resonate with more than I can count how many I do resonate with. So... Remember that we are multidimensional beings and have such a encompassing, expanding soul that, uh, you know, we've incarnated over different galaxies and different lives and different realms and different universes, parallel realities, etc. And so I've really enjoyed diving into the star seeds more. Um, it's... I would have liked to dive deeper and and collaborate with more, but this has hopefully been beneficial to you all as well as it has been for me. I've definitely realized my, I knew my story was deep, but reading into the different star seeds, it just makes me think and realize how even more deep and profound my life mission is, my soul mission, my entire soul, my soul tribe, everything has made sense to me now and memories are coming back and DNA is being reconstructed and I'm just like man if I told you guys half not just even half of it not even half a third of it I wouldn't be believed because it's really deep and I'm sure that it's the same for you I know that you know you've gone through so many trials and tribulations and your story is continuing to unfold and Hopefully these star seeds help you recognize your origins and your roots to the different galaxies and worlds and dimensions that we all belong to and the source and the creator that created even these things that uh, 
we will flow back to once we transition. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a challenge for me today. And um, this may or may not be the final episode. Um, I would like to do a few more, a few more requests that have been brought to my attention and maybe potential guests that will align with our schedules to have on here. Um, And so with that, if you do have any topics requests, please send those in to my social media at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter at Agent K21. Um, But yes, we are talking about the different star seeds right now. So if you have any topics and even if you have topics that are not about star seeds as we get ready for season eight, what it do, season eight, new beginnings, you know, um, that will be on sooner than later, but, um, today I want to start with the Rokankarian souls, Rokankarian star seeds. Now, these star seeds origin comes from the planet 5-5 Kankri, and it happens to be in the Cancer star system. Now, the irony of this is, the the synchronized irony of this is that my, as I said, this is the one that feels most like home to me. Although many star seeds resonate with me, this one feels the most like home to me. And it happens to be in the constellation of the same zodiac that my sister Lynn um, was born in. So there's that. Um, there are different things I want to express about the Rokankarian souls, Rokankarian star seeds is a civilization that is highly advanced and consists of tall structures made of diamond energy, vibrating at a high state that it looks like a glittery city. And so this article, this person has channeled many beings from the Kankri, and they have always been extremely loving. It was almost like being in the presence of angels on Cancri. There exists no sin, no hate, no greed, and no lies. It is a planet full of acceptance, unconditional love, and truth. Everyone's job there is to learn. That's all. Some minor jobs on the planet are working with elders and other star systems and protecting the planet, but it's mainly a place to rest and become enlightened. Another world like it would be Apollo Nina, as it also is a soul vacation of sorts like Rokankrian. Their planetary composition is made up of mainly diamonds. They also have a binary star system with two suns, a yellow dwarf star and a red dwarf star. This light energy in its own consciousness bounces off of the diamond core of the planet, infusing it with a consciousness that is more than enlightened. The vibration there is 7D which is why no beings were seen there by satellite. And um, this article that I'm reading from comes from the starseedblogspot.com. And um, there's also a video on YouTube, YouTube describing these traits. So for those who would prefer a visual aid, please check out the YouTube. Um, when Rokankrians appear to humans, they look like flashes of pure white light. It gives off the appearance of white glittering burst in the air. They speak from the heart, which is the center of their entire existence. They saw the trouble on earth and immediately offered assistance. However, 
the other Galactic Council members wanted to send everyone in groups throughout time so that people could get used to the high, higher vibration beings on Earth. A few were sent here and there, but many were scheduled to arrive between now and the end of the shift to finish it off by providing the rema- remainder of the mission knowing, knowledge. Remainder of the mission knowledge. I'm sorry, remainder of the missing knowledge. So, if this sounds like you or anyone that you may think will resonate with this, again, this is one of the rare, very rare star seeds, so it's very difficult to find information. And I will, of course, include the link in the description. But if you think this may resonate with you or someone you may know, please send them information. It doesn't even have to be this episode. Of course, it, it may be, but any information that you come across um, and someone comes to mind, that's your intuition leading you to send it and to go forth with that if it resonates. So some of the traits for the souls who come from Rokankrian are highly intelligent, all-knowing, loving, accepting, unconditional, honest, truthful, loyal. They have interest in science, ancient civilizations, and space. They are hurt by rejection but manage other feelings well. They seem expressionless but are truly full of love on the inside. They desire peace and harmony. They dislike drama and do not harbor negative feelings like jealousy, greed, vanity, competition, dishonesty, anger, or hate. They only feel love at all times, which is why most people reject them. Humans do not know how to process this kind of love yet. They are born with two to three psychic abilities as tools to help humans. They see in 5D since birth. They have to learn from subject to subject in life until they find their mission. They are very serene in their personality. They can heal anything. They seek truth all of their lives. They keep the peace. They will have an interest in Atlantis, ancient Egypt, and Lemuria because it reminds them of home on their planet. They are very quiet and innocent. They will have interest in ceremonial magic, energy work, and the supernatural. They will want to have all wisdom in one lifetime. They won't fit in at jobs or schools because others pick up on their high vibration right away and immediately reject them. They get past trauma well and expect others to be able to do, they expect others to be able to as well, which makes them look cold on the exterior, but it is just that they know that whatever it is will pass, and it is more important to be positive. They only see the good in others, and they never judge. They will always seem to be on a search for their twin flame all of their lives and won't settle for less, and when they do find them, they marry for life. They are born with more missions than the other starseeds because they have that 7D vibration to them. They will seek and seek until they have discovered their purpose, leading to them having many jobs or whims on going to school for different subjects. They are ultra-sensitive to emotional pain, but not to physical pain, and will have a high tolerance to medicine. Rokankrians also love the nighttime on Earth more than the day. Most will have a red, yellow, white, silver, gold, or indigo aura. Um, so those are some of the traits and it says that they are born with all of those traits. They don't come later on in life during an awakening process that they're born into those traits. They are innate to their existence. 
with the many beings that this person has channeled and worked with, the main mission of the Rokankarians is to help others to find the divine light within, within themselves, and to discover true love in one another and within each other. They are also sent to help humankind to connect back to source. They are very angel-like, but what makes them different from angels is that they have no etherical wings, and they are not part of the higher angelic hierarchy. Other than that, they are quite similar. And so those are some of the traits of the Rokankarian starseeds. Now, when I first started looking into starseeds, I saw so many of them resonated. Like, yeah, I, I can see that. Oh, or, or, or man, yes, definitely. And then as I started building these different building blocks, everything started making sense. And one thing that I learned um, through communicating with a fellow Rokankarian starseed is that our home planet was destroyed. Now, for me, this made so much sense because I've always been interested in space and science was always my favorite. And yet at the same time, I would feel apprehension and anxiety when I would think about space. Like I had trouble even watching TV shows like Star Trek and Star Wars. I was very... I'd feel such anxiety to the point where I couldn't even watch these things, even though I was intrigued by it. And even though I felt this, this feeling of deep resonance, it was like trauma kept me blocked from really understanding it. Same with ancient civilizations. There's a lot of trauma there. And um, it all made sense after discovering that this planet was destroyed. Now, like I said, my story is... Uh, very unique just as I'm sure yours is as well and you start to see these pieces start to fall into place and and things just start to make sense and from your previous lives how things carry over and make sense now and how some things you don't even have to go through because you've already experienced them in another time in another dimension in another space in reality and how you're almost spared and protected from having to experience that but you still have the wisdom from it because through trauma there is wisdom gained from it and so this really hit home once I found this particular star seed it was like wow and I just felt an immediate resonance an immediate sense of home and I started posting about the Rokankarians and was able to meet or have a conversation many conversations with fellow with the fellow Rokankarian and so just know that the star seeds are out there. Your tribe is out there. Your vibe will attract your tribe. And um, if you haven't already, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Check out the YouTube videos. Um, send in those requests as always. And um, I'm sending you guys much love, much peace as I also send and receive that to myself. And please keep the Douglas family in your meditation and your prayers and your spiritual walk during this time as a lot of people are grieving right now a lot of people are affected by this um this unexpected natural occurrence of life you know this unexpected uh transition that occurred so please i'm sending my love to the family and friends and especially to the parents of my dear friend lynn you know, they are grieving their only child. So keep them in mind if you feel 
led to do so. And um, I definitely appreciate all those who have reached out to check on me and who have sent in your your love and your warm embrace, even even socially, social distance embrace. I appreciate it. So thank you guys and thank you for listening. I hope that you all will continue to love one another and spread love and be the light as we all are. So I will talk to you guys until next time.